good morning. I am so excited for today's episode of Pretty Good Coffee. But you already know what I'm going to say before we get started. Make sure you pause, hit the subscribe button, hit the notification bell so you're always notified when a new upload comes up. And um, go ahead, get your caffeine of choice and your word, and let's get started. Okay, so like I said, I am so excited. And before we talk about my pretty good caffeine of choice, actually, I'm not even sure this half caffeine, but we're going to get to that. I want to introduce you to today's guest. It is Miss Lisa Gant, and you may have heard me on her episode of her podcast, and I'm going to give her an opportunity to tell you about that and a little bit about herself. So Lisa, say hi to the girls. Hi, everyone. Um, as Petra said, my name is Lisa Gant, and um, I am... I'm a lot of different things. Um, so first and foremost, I, uh, I love Jesus mm-hmm. and um, I'm proud to be God's daughter. Uh, and I'm also a wife. Uh, I've been married to my high school sweetheart for um, 17 years. And um, so I love him so much. And I have, um, we have two beautiful kids, um, ages 14 and 10. Uh, and I am a writer and a book editor. Uh, and I'm also a podcast uh, podcaster. And I'm the, the host of uh, Purpose Without Apology. And so um, I'm so excited to be here. Um, I like to say that I love God. I love his people. And I love his word. Uh, and I also yeah. love coffee. So I have my coffee here. Um, and this is from PJ's Coffee, and it's the Southern Wedding Cake Latte. So um, very good. So I love it. That sounds <laughs> I'm happy to be here. Yummy, yummy. So welcome, Lisa. I am so excited. I'm gonna have to figure out a way to get to PJ's Coffee, even though you're in a whole other state. But we're gonna figure this out. <laughs> we'll figure it out. We can make we're gonna do some type you know? of, you know, like a coffee tour or something like that. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm gonna figure yeah. that out. So. Lisa had coffee and today I don't have coffee. I have the sparkling ice drink and it is the pink grapefruit flavor. This is a flavor of sparkling water. There's zero sugar. Um, I actually don't think that this is caffeinated actually. So I said pretty good caffeine, but I don't think it's that, but it has vitamins and antioxidants. So I feel good about drinking it. So I'm really excited. I actually was introduced to these um, when I did the keto diet a couple of years ago. And it's one of the remnants of that um, cause they taste so good. <laughs> but that's fine. So, so, you know, I feel good about it and I'm excited. So we'll, I'll be sipping on that. Um, Lisa will have her, um, coffee, but we are about to jump into this pretty good word y'all. And today we're going to be talking about Acts 20, 24, and I'm going to read the CSB version. And then Lisa, of course, is going to read her version of choice. You guys know how we do it. So the 24th verse of Acts 20 says, but I consider my life of no value to myself. My purpose is to finish my course and the ministry I received from the Lord Jesus to testify to the gospel of God's grace. Love that. I would love to hear the version that you like. Absolutely. Yeah. So I went with the new King James version. Okay. Um, I usually like the, the NLT or the NIV, but I thought mm-hmm. the new King James this time was really interesting. Okay. Um, so it says, but none of these things move me, nor do I count my life dear to myself so that I may finish with my race with joy and the ministry, which I received from the Lord Jesus to testify to the gospel of the grace of God. Ooh. I do love that version. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I do. I was like, oh. that kind of, that kind of moved me a little bit. 
I'm excited. Mm-hmm. If you are a part of the Pretty Crew, then you've heard me talk about this scripture before um, in your private newsletter. But I'm excited to hear Lisa's perspective on this and how it applies to our everyday life and, and how she felt when she was reading it. Um, because this, this scripture, I think, can go so many different ways. But the most important way is that it's always pointing us right back to Christ. Everything goes back to him. There is no value. There is no worth. There is no direction outside of him. So Lisa, I'd love to hear your thoughts. Yes. Um, yeah, I, I just, so many things um, came to mind as, as I was reading this. Um, I think first and foremost, it's really interesting um, just the importance of reading um, the word in different translations and different versions, because you get so many different things from it, little nuggets of truth. Um, And it's just, you know, you kind of get to see all the different things that God is doing through his word by looking at it in different versions. So um, I thought that was great. Um, But one of the things that jumped out about this for me was the first phrase, but none of these things move me. Uh, And there's so much weight to that to me. Um, Just to give a little bit of context with Paul um, is writing, you know, here, or he's talking here about um, being compelled by the Holy Spirit uh, to preach the gospel in Jerusalem. And um, and he knows that hardships are coming. Um, and so when it talks about none of these things, that's what he's talking about there. Um, but I, I, the question I had first and foremost was, is your life you know, like, what are those things that we allow to really kind of move us as it relates to Mm. sharing the gospel and really testifying um, of the grace of Jesus Christ? What are those things in our lives that are kind of thorns that we kind of allow to move us and sway us in different directions um, and really keeps us from sharing our faith and, and, um, and even in our daily lives, getting distracted. I think for me, that was the part that really resonated with me of just these things that come along. You know, our culture can be so loud in a lot of different ways <laughs> and just <laughs> trying to sort through all of that. Um, what are the things that move us and, and keep us and get us distracted to where we, we don't aren't able to focus and keep that heavenly perspective? Um, and then the second thing that I thought of was when he talks about um, that I do I count my life dear to myself and the idea of something dear, you know, and the, the definition of dear is something expensive yep. and valuable, right? And so what do we, and this is the part that really blew, blew me away, um, where, where God says, like, you know, as I was in my prayer time and just meditating on it, he said, yep. what do we do with our valuables? Wow. We lock them up. We lock them up. Lock them away. And so when Paul, when, when when we get this idea of Paul saying that, you know, I don't count my life dear to myself. I, I at first I thought it was just that he was talking about, you know, being martyred for the gospel and, right. and kind of being um, you know, just losing his life. And and I think that's definitely a big part of it. Um, but the idea of him counting his life as expensive to himself, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And then and, and making it expensive so that it's locked away and that he's not making it an offering for God. And that's, I think that's where we can relate to the idea of we keep our lives expensive to ourselves. We keep them valuable to ourselves so that we're locked away and God can't fully use us the way that he wants to. So Ooh. that was really what stood out for me as I was reading this. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right, y'all, I think we're going to go there today. I'm excited about this. I love those two. And one, the first one that you talked about is it was a lot of things that were coming 
um, that were coming against him. But I like mm-hmm. the word that you used, distractions. Because sometimes mm-hmm. we focus on the move, like nothing's going to move me. I'm not necessarily not loving Christ. I'm not necessarily not building a relationship with him, maybe by small steps, but you know, I'm still doing right. But when you talk mm-hmm. about, when you use the word distractions, I immediately mm-hmm. was like, oh yeah, we all get distracted. Every last one of us have something that pops up and takes precedence in that moment. And for a mm-hmm. split second, our focus is off of him for a split mm-hmm. second we're changing the narrative about from about God's grace to our personal needs or our personal triumphs. Mm-hmm. And it can be mm-hmm. just, it can literally be a second. But or when many you, seconds throughout the day. And that, there it is. <laughs> it adds up. And I was mm-hmm. like, wow. And I've never thought about it in that way. Because of course I've, I've read the version, but I've never thought about this idea of sometimes it's not the big things, it's the little things Mm-hmm. that caused the real movement because again yeah. my first thought is of course nothing's gonna move me I can mm-hmm. see things that are coming against me like you know these bulldozers and these you know these obstacles like you know you think about like ah no I'm good on that but when mm-hmm. you think about distractions and how it's a split second of something and how just like you said it adds up throughout yeah. the day to the point where you are moved mm-hmm. you are off target and you don't even realize it you don't know until you look back you're like I'm off (laughs) I'm off how did I get right here but I I love that and I'm I'm excited to actually put that in my pocket and to remember that because sometimes social media can do it conversations can do it um food choices can do it girl listen (laughs) and I said it for me right there girl Cause it's, and you know, but, but again, some of us will think of that as something small, but for some yes. of us, that's real. Like for, yeah. for Petra Michelle, that is real. Like food choice, you know what I mean? And so <laughs> when you really start to dive deep into his word, and like you said, giving context to what he was talking about and putting it in perspective and then putting it in perspective of your own life, right? Because mm-hmm. the word is living. It's not dead. It's not stagnant. So you can apply it yeah. right now. It is truth for you right now. How does it apply? Absolutely. Take account of those things that are distractions, not necessarily the bulldozers. Because you, mm. I, I think a lot of us, we can identify those. Mm-hmm. Take account of the they're more obvious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, I can see that coming. Right. I, you know, I can prepare for that. But mm-hmm. the little distractions, your phone. Oh my gosh. Yes. You see what I'm saying? Like, I think that I I love that you, you pulled that. I love then when you also talk about not having value, um, and, or, or having value and it's being, being dear, right. And it's being put away and him talking about, I don't have value for my life. Like that's not something. Mm -hmm. And I, I think I would have thought about it in the sense of everything is like, everything of God is more important than me. Right. Mm, But I didn't think about it from the perspective of if you're holding this dear, that means you're not fully accessible to God. Yes. 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 It's, it's that it's too precious, right? Yeah. When, when you have, when you're too precious with something, right. And, and even the idea of valuables, like with your, you know, your, when you have the good China, you know, I, yeah. I, I don't know if you grew up like that, like where sure my did. parents had the good China, it stays locked away. It's where, but you don't, you don't use it all the time. It. Right. And sometimes in some cases you don't use it at all. (laughs) 
that's what happened in my house. That's what can happen. Yeah. Where you're, where you're so precious with it that, like you said, it's not accessible to God. Yeah. Can't do what he wants to do with you because he doesn't have full access to you. That that's the part. When you said that, Mm -hmm. I was like, Oh, Mm-hmm. I did not, again, I did not think about it like that. I was like, oh mm-hmm. yeah, he's thinking there's nothing more valuable than what I do for God, which is a part of it. Sure. Mm-hmm. But it's the accessibility for use, right? Yeah. It's this idea that he created me. So obviously he should have use of me, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Like there's value in that, not necessarily mm-hmm. in me putting it to the side. And I don't think I've ever really thought about and I'm not sure many people have thought about that when you look at the scripture because you think of yourself as you know uh what is the word talks about us dying to ourselves daily like Mm -hmm. that that pops that pops up first yeah yes you do but the purpose of you dying to yourself daily is so that you are fully usable for him that it's not Mm -hmm. your personal ego in the way yeah. That is not your goal list that's in the way. Mm-hmm. That's not your perspective your driving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. we we forget about that part of it. We just think about I'm dying to myself daily and doing things I don't want to do. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But we don't yeah. realize that the purpose for that is to be used. Mm-hmm. It cannot be used if you're coming from your flesh. Mm. Not fully. Not fully. Yeah. It gives the gifts without repentance. So yes. Absolutely. Mm. You can still have the gift. You can still do great things, but that does not mean you're anointed. But that's a whole nother conversation. <laughs> so, so, but, but you know what I mean? So, so, so I do, I do want to say that. So there are people that can do things from their flesh because they are gifted. That is very mm-hmm. true. But when you're talking about what I think you're talking about is yeah. fully being used by Christ for his glory and to speak of his mm-hmm. grace and only his narrative, you do yeah. die to your flesh every day and you do take yourself out of the safe and say, God, do what you will. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that that's, I think that that's a part of what you're saying. And when we're talking about the purpose, right? So mine says my purpose is to finish my course and the ministry that I received from the Lord Jesus to testify to the gospel of God's grace. A lot of people, and even your podcast is purpose without apology, right? Everybody talks about purpose. Mm-hmm. Everybody talks, what is purpose? What is purpose? What is purpose? What is purpose? And, mm-hmm. and it manifests differently for each of us, but this right yeah. here. It tells you right here what all of our purpose is. Yes. It's to finish what he's taught us to do. And it's his ministry and it's testifying to his gospel of his yes. grace. Mm-hmm. Everybody's purpose. Mm-hmm. So that's the focus. And so when, like you said, those distractions come and they take you off that course and your focus becomes um, a different purpose, mm-hmm. how does that play out? Right. Because mm-hmm. if, because again, all of our purpose is the same. It manifests differently. But when we yes. begin to focus on the titles and the lights and the giftings, instead of yeah. the anointing, instead of the calling, instead of the integral purpose, I think that that's a part of this, right? Because again, mm-hmm. you're you then locked your life away because like this is dear to me. I have to protect it and its value as opposed mm-hmm. to the value that God wants to ascribe to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So true. And, and even when it comes to you talking, talking about purpose mm-hmm. um, and how, you know, really God needs to be the center of that and directing all of that. 
it's so easy for us when we put those the focus on the other things, the lights, the titles, um, the giftings, the accolades, right? Yes. It can be so, and, and pulling that in with the distractions, the, what makes that so deceptive sometimes is that we're doing these other things, these things for God, right? Mm-hmm. We're doing them for him. So we just assume that it's purpose because, well, well but God, this is for you. It what is. do you mean? What, what do you mean? It's not, I'm not in obedience. What do you mean? I'm not, haven't made myself fully accessible to you. What do you mean that I'm not, <laughs> I did all these things for you. For you, Jesus. But, but did I tell you to do them? That he says, that's, that's the part. Did I, <laughs> did I <laughs> tell you to do this or did you decide for me? Mm. Or did you decide that because I was silent, that I was giving you permission? Oh, mm. a lot of us are uncomfortable with silence. A lot yeah. of us are uncomfortable with silence. That's so and good. We we begin to fill it because it makes us nervous. Instead, one of the things, and I learned this a couple of years ago, I talked about it on on one of my first podcast episodes when I had the podcast, it was God is not being silent. He's just not repeating himself. Oh, wow. I love that. We fill the silence with new things because we get nervous and we're uncomfortable And all he's saying is, I'm not going to repeat what I already told you to do until you fulfill Mm -hmm. this part of the plan and you perfect that, not giving you the next, Mm -hmm. but because in our minds, just like what you said, I've done all this for you, Jesus. I've done this. I've done this. And people love it. God, they love it. So I must have, I have done it well. So I can move on to the next thing. I should Mm -hmm. see some different, you know, outpourings and new giftings, all this, you know, and God's like, that was nice. Appreciate you. <laughs> right. But, but however, <laughs> however, mm. however, you have now taken on a Saul mentality. Right. Yes. 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 Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You have done and even, I, I love that you bring up Saul because when it talks about even when us doing things for God, mm and doing them outside of his timing. Yes. Right? Yes. Because that's what God saw. Literally. <laughs> what was it? I, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe he was instructed to make, make the sacrifice, but he was instructed to wait until Samuel arrived. And Saul was like, well, I mean, but the people, I gotta, I gotta do it now. So, I mean, I'm still obeying though, right? he also saved extra he was supposed Mm -hmm. to kill everything yes saved the Mm -hmm. fattest the best Mm -hmm. nicest Mm -hmm. didn't kill everybody like he was supposed to Mm. and when god told you what was dear to him what was there it is Mm -hmm. what was dear to him Mm -hmm. you can't beat god at being god isn't that what the grandmother say like you you can't (laughs) you can't beat god at that you don't have mm-hmm. to give him better than what he asked for. If he asked you for something, it was already the best. Yes, it was. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because he's and asked I, me for my best. 
You, like, and I, I think that that's hard for us because we're like, but he's either silent or we see someone else progressing or we feel like because we have this gifting, we can absolutely do this better or we should mm. be doing this. And, yes. and sometimes, sometimes again, you have to really take yourself out of the safe of being esteemed and put yourself back on the wheel and allow him to break you and stretch you and construct you how he wants and to mm. ascribe the value that he wants to ascribe to you. Mm. Right. Yeah. I, that's what, and that's what I, I love too, about going back to, um, acts, uh, 2024. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't say that our lives are not valuable or no. Paul didn't say my life is not valuable. Mm-hmm. He said it, I don't count it dear to me. Right. Meaning God, you know, that God has ascribed us value. It's all throughout the word. It's all throughout scripture, but he's, he recognizes that his life is, is it's not dear to him. He has to, he, he is offering it up to be used by God and for God to give him the value and the worth, you know? And that's hard. Yeah. That's hard. Mm -hmm. I think, I think that, you know, it's easy to read these words and to be like, okay, I got it. And then you walk out and you walk away, you know, you put your Bible down, you got your word in for the day. And the minute you step outside those doors, something's coming at you. Mm. Something's coming to distract you. Something's coming to derail you. Something is coming to tell you, "Mm." you know, there's there's (laughs) one, you know, there's, or there's, there's an opportunity um, that's just so good that you just have to take it. Yeah. And I'm going to get an opportunity to shine the light for God. And I'm going to, you know, I'm going to open this door for him. And God's like, ah, no. (laughs) Are you sharing about my grace, my goodness in the way that I have called you to in this moment? And again, Mm -hmm. I think that sometimes we, we try to help God um, by elevating ourselves Mm. and our own ability. And that's just ego. That's just a part of human nature. That's, yeah. that's the norm. We all go through that, right? But yeah. we want we want to do more and be more for God. And that's great. But mm-hmm. you have to do it how he called you to do it. Yeah. And that's what I love about this is to finish my course. What has mm-hmm. he told me to do? How has yes. he told me to do it? Like, it's mm-hmm. not about anybody else. It's not even about what I think is best. And if it, yeah. it doesn't matter if it even makes sense to me, but it's mm-hmm. my course that he has given to me, are you being obedient to that? And your course doesn't look like the person next to you. Mm-mm. They can be similar, oh, yeah. but they're not the same. But they're not the same. And it's, it's, and it's so interesting to me that the subtle differences yes. in how you, you can have two people that are walking through similar seasons yes. and even in their responses to things, they can look the same. But the heart of one person is in dis- disobedience and the other is not. And it's, it's really subtle how that, how that, how that happens sometimes. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you find out later the, the posture of their heart by the fruit. Because mm. in the moment, like you said, it looks the same. Everything yeah. looks like it's running neck and neck. But mm-hmm. if you'll watch things, you'll begin to see the fruit. And you can see it in your own life. Yeah. You see, yeah. you know, in your own life, I'm, I'm not talking about anybody else. I'm literally talking about yourself. You can do certain things and you think I'm absolutely, but if you're the posture of your heart actually wasn't where it needed to be, the fruit that will come of it, you will know. 
Yeah, and I, I think um, that's one of those things where we have to be in constant mm-hmm. um, seeking the heart of God. Yes. And seeking um, his perspective on things because sometimes it doesn't take, it doesn't take much for us to get off. And it's, and it's just one of those things where when you're in constant communion with him, like you said, and you're, you are seeking his heart in those moments when he gets, when you get off, he'll let you know, and you'll hear it. Um, and it's, it's just, it just requires that, that constant pursuit though. It's that it's the constant pursuit mm-hmm. you cannot get tired mm-hmm. versus don't get tired of well-doing well-doing is also being obedient well-doing yeah. is also building relationship well-doing mm-hmm. is also listening well-doing is also consistently seeking after him like the deer mm-hmm. panted after the water right like that yeah. is also a part of well-doing y'all like mm-hmm. it applies in multiple areas in multiple areas in yeah. multiple areas but it's it's a thing. It's a thing. And I, I love that the word can be woven into so many areas mm-hmm. of our lives that it's just not stagnant. Yeah. It's, and there, there's so many layers to it where, where you can, you know, you look at a, a scripture like this and, and you have two, where we're talking about it and we have different perspectives on it, different. Yes. And, you know, as you said, you know, you see different things when you share it with your audience and someone can watch this video and see something, pull different things out of it, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that's the power of it. Um, And also, I think, you know, what you were talking about, what we were talking about, about allowing God to show us um, when we're being moved Mm -hmm. and when we're being swayed um, in terms of our testimony in particular and and where our heart is. I think humility is so important in terms of allowing him to shape us and allowing him to adjust us um, yeah. when we do get off course, when we do get off track. I think that's it. That's such a huge piece of it too. Uh, one of the biggest, I would say. <laughs> Be- yeah. and, and because I have learned for me, now y'all, y'all learn for you, but for me, <laughs> for Petra, what I have learned is that sometimes I will be thinking, oh, this can't be right. This has to be a red flag. He has to be telling me to stop because this is not comfortable. This just doesn't feel right. This isn't making any sense, but that's not Mm. the case because complacency is a problem. And there are going to be times that he intentionally makes it uncomfortable for you to stay where you are. So Mm -hmm. you have to be humble enough to realize that you have become complacent and you are no longer being obedient. You are just remaining comfortable, right? And so again, there will be seasons where there are things that, oh, I have to be off track or this can't be right. Or I need to run it back or something. He's like, actually, this is correct. And I needed you to get off of you and start focusing on me. So I made you uncomfortable in that place. Mm. Right. And then it could also be the flip side, right? It could also be, you are absolutely off course. I need you to stop and listen because you're doing too much, like chill. So you, you really do have to be humble and be willing to listen and be okay when the answer is not what you're expecting. Yeah. Yeah. I think that that's, that's that, a that, thing. That's, I, I love that because, uh, I mean, <laughs> there's been so many times with me in, in, in my own walk with God where um, 
I did think, like you said, I was off course. Yeah. And, and it turns out I wasn't. And a lot of times the reverse was also true mm-hmm. where I thought that everything was good. <laughs> it really wasn't. But it's so often, like you said, it, it's so often different than what we think it is going into prayer because our thoughts are not his thoughts and our ways are not his ways. And it's, it's just, it's, I know I shouldn't continue to be surprised by it, but I still am. <laughs> Welcome to the club. (laughs) I'm just like, what? (laughs) What's going on? I don't understand. (laughs) I don't understand. Mm -hmm. But I I think, I think he loves that. Mm -hmm. I think because it keeps us from relying on ourselves. Mm -hmm. It keeps us in this constant relationship and need of him, right? Because he created us with that void to need him that nothing Mm -hmm. else can fill but him. And if we were to have all the answers, I can guarantee 99.9% of us would stop calling on him to chill. Mm. And not because we want something. Because I mean, I personally, I like to just chill with him. Like, yes, there are things that I absolutely need. So, you know, y'all don't misinterpret that. But he wants actual like relationship. And if we have no need, we have all the answers, we won't have relationship with him. There's nothing to sit with him about. There's nothing to learn from him. There's nothing mm-hmm. to gather from him. There's nowhere to stretch or to grow because my best relationships are those where I am constantly evolving and being challenged to evolve. The ones that I'm just like super comfortable and just like, eh, I kind of expect like certain things. I wouldn't say those are my best relationships. Mm-hmm. And I think that God is constantly calling us to the higher version of ourselves, the most elevated version of ourselves. And so that requires that we rely on him to get there because we don't know our elevated self. He does. Yeah. We don't know it. You know what I mean? Like he knows us at every level Mm -hmm. from the beginning to the end. He knows our potential. He knows our purpose. He knows all of those things. We don't know them. And so to Mm -hmm. attain that, that type of knowledge about ourselves requires intentionality on our part to be in relationship with him. We wouldn't be intentional if we already had the answer. Yeah, that's very true. Is a thing. Mm. I don't know. I love the scripture though. Yeah. I did not expect our conversation to go this way. (laughs) (laughs) I did not. And I'm looking at it and I'm like, okay. (laughs) I'm I'm here for this. I'm here, but that that's really what I love about these moments um, with my Mm -hmm. girls to have candid conversations. And I will tell y'all, as y'all know, like we don't talk about this beforehand. I don't ask her what she thinks about it. She doesn't ask me. I want you to get really what we feel in the moment, authentic selves, organic conversation. And it's important because we learn from each other that way. And the yeah. Holy Spirit da- downloads differently to each of us. Um, but I, I love this scripture because I think there is so much meat to it um, and meat that we can actually really, 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 really chew on Yeah, for forever. Amen. For Amen. Forever forever is there any other thoughts that you wanted to share with the girls before we wrap our conversation up mm. <laughs> oh I'm, i think i'm still part of, i'm still processing a lot of what we already talked we about it's a lot <laughs> we do <laughs> um yeah i um just just the importance of i think counting the cost mm. um okay. and and i think that 
you know, for me, when I read a scripture like this, I do think about kind of the ultimate sacrifice of us laying our lives down for Christ. Um, but it, it's, we, we have to live for him. Um, it, it just in so many ways, even bef not before we can die for him, but just to, to know that we have the willingness to live our daily moments for him and not just thinking about the big grand gestures that we can do for God. It, it's, it's those daily moments of counting the cost of, of what he's calling us to do and how he's calling us to testify, how he's calling us to move and, and getting back in alignment with him when we are out of step and when we do get distracted of just, I think that's what counting the cost looks like on a daily basis. Um, yeah. And just recognizing that um, throughout this process. So for I, me, that's kind of, yeah. I love that. I love that. Before we can do the grand gesture of dying, mm -hmm. we have to live. We have to live. And will you live well? Yeah. Will you live well? Mm -hmm. I, I love that. Because mm -hmm. I, think, I think we do. I told you, I jumped to that. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm going to die to myself. I'm going to lay down my life. We all jump to that because mm -hmm. we were like, yes. And we probably all commit to that because we know it's down the road. Mm -hmm. We're like, mm -hmm. that's cool. I got time. I got time. <laughs> but the reality of what you just said of, but every day, every moment, are you living it well? Are you living it to the fullest? Are you living as he has called you to live? Are you shining a light for him? Mm -hmm. Are you sharing the narrative that he needs you to share about his grace? Are you living well? Mm -hmm. I think that's it. Count the cost. Mm -hmm. Count the cost. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining me today for Pretty Good Coffee. It has been... Aww an amazing conversation. I'm, I did not doubt that it would be, but it was, <laughs> it, you, you, I'm, I'm about to go back and study some more because you definitely, <laughs> you have Thank peaked. you so much for having me. <laughs> I'm so happy you said yes. I'm so oh, happy. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Yes. So, so happy, but I want you to tell the girls how they can get in contact with you. Absolutely. Yes, I would love to. Um, so you can reach me at, um, uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Lisa C. Gant. Um, and you can also follow me on Facebook at Lisa C. Gant Co. Um, and you can also um, reach out to me on my website, which is lisacgant.com. Um, and so I have my editing services there, Gant Editorial Services, and also the podcast. You can listen there as well, Purpose Without Apology. And uh, yeah, uh, that's how you can reach me. So thank y'all. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, it was definitely my pleasure to host you. And girls, make sure that you connect with Lisa. She has amazing, amazing content. And for those of you that are writing or wanting to write, she's the perfect person to connect with. Also listen to some of her back episodes. She gives you some tips um, and some tricks to getting it done right. Um, so I'm very excited um, for her to join us. I'm excited for you guys to share your thoughts and your comments. Um, on our conversation. Again, make sure that you subscribe, that you like, that you share this conversation with your girl so that we can continue to grow the community. It's been amazing, Lisa. Thank you so <laughs> much. <laughs> and you all you. <laughs> have a wonderful, wonderful week. Bye, pretties. Bye.